The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Hi, this is Steve Silver with Silver Screen Videos, and you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show. I'm your host, Aaron Frail. On Aaron's Horror Show, we're going to go ahead and read some horror fiction and talk about horror in all its forms, books, movies, you name it. If you want to go ahead and get a hold of the show, you can go ahead and contact Aaron's Horror Show at Gmail or Aaron Horror Show on Twitter or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. Alright, I have a very short tuners chapter for you this episode, so I get to go ahead and talk a lot, and uh, since I'm going to go ahead and spend a lot of time on the movie review, I'm going to go ahead and talk about The Walking Dead. Yes, The Walking Dead. So, normally I watch stuff so you don't have to, but I really think you should watch the series. If you like zombies, even just a little bit, this is probably the quintessential, the zombie series of our generation. It is something that, if you like zombies in any way, even just marginally, even a little, even if you saw Shaun of the Dead just once and you're like, oh yeah, zombies... Those are those Shaun of the Dead things. I maybe want to watch something else. Yes, Walking Dead is probably something that you should watch. Uh, for a lot of you listening, you've probably already seen The Walking Dead. Uh, there's a lot of mixed opinions about there, about uh, especially what's just currently happened with uh, The Walking Dead. I, I, you know, have heard that that a lot of folks out there have said that uh, The Walking Dead has jumped the shark officially. Uh, if those of you are not familiar with the term jumping the shark, jumping the shark is kind of a, a term that if you are watching a TV series and then it takes off in another direction completely and you're thinking, oh man, why are do they doing this? They're just making more episodes at this point. They should have ended this series a long time ago. They're just doing a lot of weird things. That's jumping the shark. Jumping the shark is kind of a... Uh, a term that uh, 
I'm, I'm sure, well, a lot of you know exactly what that is, but, you know, I always like to explain things for, there, there's folks out there that might have never heard that term, and, you know, I, okay, here, here's a funny story about me. I, you know, you know, a lot of people say there are certain things that are common sense, there are things that completely, you know, evaded me in life. So, like, one of the things that everyone thinks is common sense is, like, how to run, like, a, a, a clothes washer, right? How to wash your clothes. And and that's actually something that escaped me. Uh, what was really kind of funny, you know, okay, so when I was little, my parents, you know, divided the chores. You know, we, we, we got to kind of choose which chores we wanted. And I was always all about the, the chores that involved just, like, pushing something, you know. Like, you know, you vacuum, you just push something and you're done. Or, or mowing the lawn, you just push something around and you're done, right? No, no, like, getting on your knees and scrubbing and stuff like that. I kind of like chores like that, you know. So I, I did a lot of, you know, lawn maintenance and vacuuming and stuff like that. And, and you know, you know, cat litter, kind of a punishment, right? You, you didn't you didn't vacuum, you, you didn't mow the lawn, oh, oh, you got to do cat litter this week, right? So, with that being said, I never washed clothes, like, literally never had done it, and then here I am, out of the house, I'm 18, I, you know, don't know anything about anything at that point, and I'm there with my roommates, and I'm looking at, you know, we have a, 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 a washer and a dryer, and I'm looking at the washer going, how the what is this machine? How do I use it? I'm really confused. I'm, I'm worried about, you know, you, you have the joke of, of Barbie clothes, right? You put your clothes in and somehow it, it gets shrinked up to the, you know, like like the Beetlejuice head, you know, movie Beetlejuice from the 80s, shrinks the head, goes, yeah, that's, I was afraid of that happening to my clothes. And uh, uh, <laughs> so I, I didn't know how to use it. And of course, I'm a guy living with a bunch of dudes at the time. <laughs> Are they going to teach me how to use it? No, they're going to laugh and make fun of me, right? So, you know, uh, I, I, I had a brutal awakening on how to wash clothes, right? I had to figure it out on my own, and I I uh, had to, you know, deal with roommates that were... Uh, that, that were not going to explain it to me. So, you know, uh, to save anyone who might not know terms, maybe I get a little bit over expository, maybe I go ahead and explain a little bit too much, but for those of you out there, I'm going to explain things. So jumping the shark, we'll go back to that, jumping the shark is a term that people say to say that this series has gone and left just doing weird things at this point. So that is jumping the shark. So, The Walking Dead. How did it jump the shark? Well, in the beginning, The Walking Dead was a very survival narrative, right? It was all about the humans versus the zombies. How are they going to survive the zombie apocalypse, right? Uh, What are you going to do to find ways to not only defend you from zombies, but also from, you know, the kooky dukes people that are out there trying to... uh, steal what you have, you know, and, and and there's a point where, you know, after they exhaust other options, like, like, we'll live on a farm, it's cool, uh, they, they eventually go to a prison, which, which actually is a really good defensible location when you think about it, like a, 
like a prison has lots of like walls and fail safes and uh like a lot of like it, it's hard to get in and out of those so obviously the zombies would have a hard time getting in so like a good place to kind of set up shop right but you know that eventually falls and they eventually go on the road and they meet this weird town of people that's like saying hey come here everything's great oh we're gonna eat you you know uh so yeah, that's kind of you know where it starts a little bit jumping the shark where it's less about the zombies and more about humans in humanity how can people be so terrible and that that's kind of where uh the series goes and then eventually you get to negan and and negan i would say is probably the worst person ever invented uh he's literally a villain that's so bad he makes you squirm just when when watching him i mean he's just pure evil like i i, I can't really for those of you that have seen the series you know what i'm talking about like negan is take everything evil everything bad and put it into one character and of course he's kind of a good villain because he doesn't really think he's doing anything wrong he thinks he's actually in 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 the right and personally i think good villains are 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 made of, are made of that you know like when you get a kind of a a caricature villain kind of like an an evil villain that's twirling their mustache and taking a woman and tying her up on you know uh, uh railroad tracks or something like that that that's kind of an a stereotype whereas like a good villain is someone that doesn't believe they're doing anything wrong they they think that no matter how kind of screwed up their logic is they're they're actually thinking that they're doing the right thing that's what negan is he's a very sort of brutal dictator uh that emerges in this post-apocalyptic world and he has a very brutal you know way of uh punishing people that are under him that kind of undermine him and he uh you know has a, a harem that he uh has for himself and he his introduction is of course very scary because he kills off one of the main characters and we're we're, we're talking like you know in, in a lot of television series there are people that just will never die right like no matter what happens they're part of the main core of people and you know that they might be threatened of dying you know they might have a lot of stuff going on but they're just part of the untouchable people well negan kills one of those untouchable people to make him very scary right so that's the walking dead i think kind of keeps you on your toes it's like game of thrones and that instance where there's really no character that's safe it doesn't matter how much you like the character that character could die like every character on the show can die at any minute uh they have no sort of uh obligation to keep a character around because you like them and so whether or not that's good or bad that that's up for debate some people really like stories because they want to see the characters pull through at the end and they like having those characters come back every week right and and others uh having that sort of <laughs> that that sort of chaos uh that that no one's safe they can really feel afraid for all these characters right because they know that 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 sometimes good people get crappy things happening to them right 
so anyways, so Negan kind of becomes the the central villain. Of course, uh, uh, I think I didn't tell you about Rick Grimes. So uh, Rick Grimes is the main character. Uh, I know probably a lot of you have seen the series, so you you, you probably know uh, who these these people are. But uh, so for those of you that haven't, Rick Rick Grimes, he's the main character. He's a police officer that you know wakes up after some surgery and he's in the zombie apocalypse and uh, uh stuff happens to his family blah 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 we're now to the point where he has you know a son and a daughter and and he's trying to keep them safe in the apocalypse and and uh Negan's a jerk and and he threatens the people that Rick feels like are his tribe and you know, it it becomes kind of a a clash between Negan and and uh, Rick. I think this is kind of the the jumping the shark moment because it becomes less about zombies in in this point in the series. So, you know, in in the beginning, once again, it's a survival narrative. It's it's how do people survive the zombie apocalypse? What people what lengths people go to in the zombie apocalypse, and then it suddenly becomes this Shakespearean drama between these two very powerful people, Negan and Rick Grimes, and they're just kind of, you know, like fighting each other, and it, it it more becomes about that than the zombies. In fact, the, the zombies throughout this kind of take a, not only do they take a second fiddle like like they don't really they're not really a big threat anymore at this point in the series they're, they're literally like almost used as cattle they figured out how to corral the zombies and 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 get them to attack you know neighboring settlements like the rick and his people figure out how to make the zombies go attack uh, Negan and his people you know and uh so it, it it's less about zombies at this point in the series and 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 more about these two uh personalities that are clashing which is it's kind of funny because you know the 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 future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The zombies really do become a- a- as completely unthreatening as, as one could think. Like, the best way to kind of talk about this jumping the shark moment in in the beginning of the series you you meet a lot of zombies and uh it's really scary right so in, in the walking dead traditional zombies like you know we're 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 talking they they shamble they they don't move very fast uh they're they're very clumsy you know it, it it's easy you know if if you were facing off against one of these zombies you'd probably be okay, right? Like, it doesn't, you know, like, like, even if you don't work out, even if you, like, are are sitting in your couch covered in Cheetos and playing, uh, 
your uh, the Xbox and and uh, <laughs> you know you 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 don't move much and you meet one of the Walking Dead zombies you're probably gonna be okay but you start putting like two three four five six five hundred and and then you know that's when it gets really hard to deal with them and that that's kind of the the scary thing in fact in in season two they decide to go live on this farm and what kind of does in the farm is is that. Uh, they meet a herd of zombies, right? Not just like a group of zombies that they can take out, but, you know, hundreds and hundreds of zombies, like way too much for them to take out. And that overruns the farm and they're screwed. And, you know, the same thing happens in the prison that they, they eventually get into this prison that they are defending. And then, uh, you know, the, the zombies, uh, uh, you know, it's not, the fact that individually they're powerful, it's the fact that there's just so many of them that makes them kind of scary and kind of a force. But the jumping the shark happens where, like, there's this one moment where they're kind of trapped in, like, a big horde of zombies and and they're in their town. And, and what they do is they fight their way out. Literally, what at the beginning of the series would have killed them all or got them to move to a new location they literally just hand-to-hand combat hundreds of zombies like (laughs) like that's kind of i guess jumping the shark you you establish that five six seven yeah you got them might be a little bit tough but you, you got them and then 500 oh you're screwed you know they they establish this uh a whole lot of them is scary and then there's a point in the series where a whole lot of them, no problem, we'll just go ahead and fight them off in hand-to-hand combat, <laughs> right? So that's the, that that point, the zombies become really non-threatening, uh, and they're kind of used as tools. So they're they're more they're more just uh, oh, we got zombies, let's go send them to attack uh, Negan. Okay, cool, you know, or oh look, there's a bunch of zombies here. Okay, we'll just take them out, you know, <laughs> like like they're not as scary, and it's kind of interesting because i i don't necessarily you know despite the fact that it jumps the shark a little i just don't don't feel that it necessarily does it in a way that's not interesting to me i mean how interesting can it be if they build something you know like a farm or a prison or in the latest season you know a a village like how interesting can it be if they build this stuff and it always gets teared down by a horde of zombies, right? You gotta do something different in order to keep us watching the series. So I, I didn't necessarily mind the zombies taking a back seat. I, I felt that uh, it was getting a little old anyway, so, you know, move on, bigger and better things. Uh, and Negan, I thought, they did that. They made a very scary, despicable person, and, and he was so despicable that, you know, my wife, she stopped watching the series at, at the time of Negan. It, all it took was that episode where they first introduced him, so, uh, you know, they first introduce him, he, his style of uh, controlling the other people is he kills one person in their group, and then sort of the implication is, like, I'm gonna kill this one person, but I'm not going to kill the rest of you, so better stay in line or else I'll come back and kill another person. That's kind of the threat that Negan does. Uh, and to show that he's serious, he kills someone. And uh, that scene and that part was so uncomfortable that she was done. <laughs> she was just like, you know what? 
there's a lot of terrible things in life and I just don't need to see anything you know terrible and 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 I kind of I kind of understand that you know <laughs> like, like it you know there there's a lot of a lot of like news just <laughs> turn on the news there's a lot of news out there that makes you squirm makes you like oh god people are so terrible and then and then you know why am I going to watch something that like is kind of an escape watching tv I feel like <laughs> you know you watch it to kind of like get invested in the characters and escape from reality a little bit so why do you want to watch something that's like worse than reality you know like like <laughs> Like, that's kind of what happened with Negan and, and why she stopped, and I totally get it. Me, I'm I'm a glutton for punishment. As you know, I watch a lot of things so you don't have to. Uh, so I will, I, will, I will punish myself and watch something. And, and yes, there were moments that I was like, oh, God, uh, Negan, uh, what are you doing, man? Uh. So there's a lot of things that made me squirm, but, uh, you know, overall, I think... Uh, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was really good, and and even even when they finally take out Negan, yeah, spoilers. I already told you. So even when they win and and they're successful, uh, I, I I liked it. There there was a little bit of I don't know, Deus Ex Machina. Uh, they don't necessarily save themselves, but they just get pretty lucky and then save themselves, you know. But uh, I I was okay with that. Uh, uh, basically, there was someone that in the cast was a traitor, but then he turns out not to be a traitor, and then right at the critical moment, he pulls through in the end, and blah, 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 and that's how they, you know, <laughs> win the day, but, uh, I, you know, if if, <laughs> if it were Game of Thrones, the, the traitor would have been a traitor, and that was it, and they would have all been dead, you know, so, so, you know, I, you know, you gotta see the, the main characters, uh, <laughs> win I guess and and I even don't mind what happened to Negan you know instead of killing him they decide to imprison him they say hey we're going to be better than you because we're not going to kill you and I kind of get that I kind of understand that that idea right so uh overall you know I, I think The Walking Dead is 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 worth watching and uh, maybe I'll come in and, and, and do another episode after this next season because what's really strange to me about the series is that it keeps going. Like, literally the last episode of the last season that was out there, I felt the series should have been done. I felt they should have packed it up and said, all right, we're done. We had the epic showdown between Negan and, and Rick, and, and we're done. We, we should go home and do something else. But no, they're they're continuing the series. There's another season. I don't know how they can have another season. I, I feel they built the entire series to that moment, and there was a, some pretty major things that happened, like uh, certain characters that died in that season. Uh, man, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to watch this season and, and, and this next one and, and see, you know, like, this might be the point where it actually jumps the shark for me, you know, like, I, like some people might have jumped the shark a long time ago. I, I think this might be uh, that moment because I feel like it's already over and yet there's somehow a new season. So uh, we'll see what's going on with that and I'll come back and report. All right, well, uh, Tuners is up next. It's a very short chapter. So uh, enjoy it, and uh, just for a quick recap, 
Essentially, Abby has been kidnapped. She's been taken to the cultist world. Uh, she was wounded, of course, uh, when John had taken her over. You know, originally he accidentally tuned into the cultist homeworld, and uh, he, you know, the gravity was too much there, and he couldn't take Abby back with him, and he, she got stuck there, and he had to go back to Tuner's HQ, and the Tuners are sort of hatching out a plan to go back to the cultist homeworld and save her, and and uh, kind of that's where we're at when we get to this next chapter. All, yeah. So yeah, cool. I'll, I'll do little recaps here and there of Tuners, just you know, because we're getting close close to the end. And and the other thing I want to mention about Tuners is it is a trilogy, so I do plan two other books. I haven't actually written them yet, and I know I have a lot of stuff that's actually published that you can read. With Tuners, you're getting a little bit of a preview here because I don't know if I'm going to publish this book uh, anytime soon. And the only reason is I really enjoy Tuners and uh, part of the, I guess, the game, as it were, of uh, publishing is uh, you gotta kinda have a series almost in its entirety now to to have it make a splash in in kind of a online marketing world and and so you know i'm 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 debating basically taking tuners and and writing the next book two and book three before i even publish it and then doing some crazy thing where i like publish all three books in in like three months basically or, or something crazy that's kind of my thought but you guys are all cool. You get to kind of preview it early. Uh, but yeah, we're getting very close to the end of Tuners. And of course, for those of you that are like, Orion, where's my Orion? It's coming soon. We're going to go ahead and finish out Tuners. And then we're going to go ahead and do Orion. All right, Tuners up next. Thank you so much for listening. Chapter 18. Abby's eyes fluttered open. She caught a whiff of burning flesh, and it felt like her skin boiled. She was on a square table. Her captors had not bothered restraining her, because she could barely move her arms. A cultist doctor with goggles and a big black apron sprayed black goop onto her wound. It burned, and she screamed. After a few treatments, her wound sealed, and the substance created a hard casing around it. The doctor took the goo gun away and walked towards other instruments. The lab looked more like a torture chamber than a doctor's office. The walls were glowing red and there were various sharp objects dangling from the ceiling. Abby attempted to lift her head, but she was too weak. It clanged against the table. She forced herself to roll off and hit the black floor with a thud. Pain shot throughout her body as her limbs could barely cushion her fall. Her arm felt broken. She could only move one limb at a time. She inched her way across the floor when a big rubber boot stood in front of her. Oh, no, no, the doctor said. You aren't cleared to leave yet. You still have a meeting with the High Priest of the Silence. You need to be in peak physical condition because most people don't survive the machine. Abby screamed, and she struggled but couldn't do anything. He lifted her back to the table. This time, he put straps around her wrists. She cried in pain as he injected her with a burning liquid. 
it mended her broken arm one painful fracture at a time. All right, that was Tuners. Thank you so much for listening. And Steve Silver, man, everyone loved you. You're welcome back on the show anytime. If you've missed the Steve Silver episode, it's the one right before this. Go check it out. It's actually the two right before this because it's a part one and two episode. So you should check that out. And if you're looking for more stuff to listen to, listen to Real Paranormal Activity on Mondays with Aaron Hunter or me on Tuesdays or Terry's Mysterious Moments from Terry from Texas on Wednesdays. And then, of course, The Sandman's Lullaby, which, uh, word have it, I might be appearing on that show sometime soon. Mm-hmm. You might hear me on it. So, uh, yeah, you should listen for it. All right. Thank you for listening. <laughs>